It was a long, slow crawl through stinking, dense jungle, but this was their element. They'd done it enough times before to know that the jungle was neutral. It favored neither friend nor foe, but only the skilled and the bold. This was familiar territory, the thick, rancid stench and myriad noises of insects and small animals as natural to them as any coast or harbor. As familiar an operating environment as the huts, towns, and villages that lay further inland. They trained to operate in any and all of them. Their current mission was taking place in northern Nicaragua, part of their regular EO area of operations. The foliage was dense thickets of bush and vine pulling at their legs, trying to hold them back. The rank stink of rotting vegetation was almost overpowering. The decay that ate at ungle and coated the nostrils with its foul, clawing odor. Large insects snapped at every piece of exposed flesh, and snakes slithered away in silent fury as the two men invaded their natural habitat. The men glanced to the side when they heard a rustle, but it was only a small animal frightened away from its home, its normal habitat by the intruders. Overhead in the jungle canopy, birds sang, whistling and warbling, but so far none had screeched a screaming protest that would sound the alarm to the enemy camp ahead of them. The two SEAL Team 7 snipers, Chief Petty Officer Kyle Nolan and PO-1 Vince Morano, carried identical rifles, but these were no ordinary rifles. The men carried the MK-11 sniper weapon system, a modified Stoner SR-25 developed for their unit, the Navy SEALs. Already its legend was growing, a precision semi-automatic sniper rifle that operated like an M-16 or M-4A-1, but it could deliver a heavy 7.62mm match round out of 1,500 yards with no loss of accuracy. The two men were SEALs, both veterans of the Navy's elite Special Forces unit, men who constantly trained to maintain the peak of operational fitness and skill. Their mantra was that of Special Forces the world over. The more ye sweat in training, the less ye bleed in battle. They were ready for any mission, any mission where their leaders deemed it necessary to apply extreme deadly force. And for Navy SEALs, deadly force was their trade, their sole trade. Nolan used a hand signal to draw his partner's attention to a sentry who was partially hidden by a thickly foliaged tree two hundred yards ahead. Vince Morano waved an acknowledgment, and they crawled forward through the soaking undergrowth. When they were within fifty yards of the wire fence that surrounded the compound, they stopped and seemed to melt into the foliage. Another sentry came into view, but 
He was as oblivious to their presence as the first man. Outside of the wire and to the right of the compound, an area of about a hundred yards square and containing a few decaying wooden huts, a narrow river drifted sluggishly past. On the far bank, the oily green water was bordered almost to its edge by thick shadowy vines and vegetation. The snipers glanced at the river and satisfied themselves it was well enough screened from the compound. Besides, the guards were looking in the opposite direction, where there was a gate set in the fence. Sometimes they looked away out into the jungle and in the direction of the two snipers, but the ghillie suits hid the seal shooters from view.'